Good morning, everyone. Welcome to twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads. My name is Graham Day, and once again, that is not Bibby. We have a very special guest in the house with us this morning. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, shout out to Dan from Insert Coin. How's things, Dan? Hello. Hey. Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. You? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, I'm assuming you can all hold your Dan. Do we sound okay? Do you know, I'm going to test the audio just to make sure that we don't have. Do we sound okay? Uh, do you know, yes. No, everything's fine. Nice. All the audio is good this morning. That's great. I was just telling Dan before we went live that we occasionally have issues with the audio, but it seems good. It seems good. Uh, everyone, welcome in to Twitch. If, if you are new here, my name is Graham, and we do go live each and every single week there on twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads five days a week, Monday to Friday. Let me just shout out a few people that are in the chat. Kulan, good morning. Uh, as all always in nice and early he says hello good morning mr jim butter's dropping the prime sub as well for six months always looking forward to this when i can good morning i'll read um gagad says good morning gents lithrum is in um you do realize that bibby's not here you know it's fine uh, good morning lithrum how are you doing um mr tassim anvia noted in industry leaker uh, says dan you handsome man love that man and his face <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and hi, Graham, as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he knows what side he spreads butter, these guys. <laughs> Uh, he, he, he kind of said the same thing yesterday. We had um, one of the community guys yesterday, <laughs> Chappers, who was on the show with us yesterday, and, and asked him, said something along the lines of, look at that beautiful face. Oh, and there's Graham. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Two days in a row. <laughs> Love you both. There we go. See, that's better. That's better. Uh -huh. uh, but anyway, if you are new here, as mentioned, um, my name is Graham. This is Dan, and uh, we are Ice Cream Uploads. Well, well, Dan is today. Uh, we've taken him. We've taken him. Sorry, <laughs> insert coin. His hours now. Uh, but in true ice creamy fashion, this is the scoop. The UK's number one video game podcast. Even if we do say so ourselves, uh, we are going to give you our thoughts and impressions on the biggest, the best, and the breaking stories in the world of video games over the next hour or so. And we want your thoughts and impressions on our thoughts and impressions. So if you're live in the chat, please feel free to use your voice on behalf of everyone watching and listening on demand. And speaking of on demand, we turn this live stream into a podcast, a video for YouTube and an audio podcast that goes on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So if you are in the chat, please feel free to use your voice on behalf of everyone else. Before we start, though, First things first, exclamation mark, insert coin. If somebody can be nice enough to just type that in the chat, that'd be very nice. And you will know a little bit more about, about Dan and where he comes from. And they're nice, nice. Do it, do it, do it. Someone do it. Um, <laughs> Banana11F, thank you very much for the follow. Welcome to the stream. Good morning. But uh, Dan, tell us a little bit about Mr. Dan Long and insert coin. Right. Oh, well, um, yeah, I'm the head of comms at insert coin. And uh, I've been there since day one. And yeah, uh, basically my, my, my job involves every part of what we do, I guess. We sort of from working with people who uh, like getting licenses and, and working with people who we, who we collaborate with all the way through to pretty much if you've seen a tweet or an Instagram post or a Facebook post or a, or a stream, I'm involved with those in some way, shape or form. Um, so yeah, I'm kind of like the, I used to be the voice of insert coin, so it's uh, not sure I still am, but it's, kind of, <laughs> it's, 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 it's that that's kind of the honorary title, I guess. Hey, I don't know if you've seen it as well from when we were having the uh, the talk pre-show. I uh, may also be representing IC just because I know that you were on the show this morning, so I'm full on Ghost of Shima nice. as well. So yeah, there you go. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, Synergy. So Exactly. You, you can you, ha you can have to go all out. There you go. Um, just tinker with my lights. There we go. All is good. Uh, if you are in the chat, like I say, please feel free to uh, get involved as we go through the show. And if you've got any questions for Dan, uh, feel free to throw them as we go. Obviously, we will go through the news as we usually do. Yeah. Um, just one thing you said there. You mentioned something about streams. Uh, I know we, we, we spoke about it before. So any, any plugs for any future streams on Insert Coin? Yeah, we've got... Um... We do regular streams every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, um, and we have some amazing guests on Mondays and Wednesdays, including your good selves. You're you're one of our regular guest hey. hosts as well. Um, and uh, yeah, and on Fridays it's the lovely Chris Slight and the slightly less lovely me. Um, <laughs> we do we do an hour at lunch times on a Friday, um, as a, like basically that's like the the mainstream, even though it's like a very small one, um, that we just talk about what's going on at Insert Coin that week, and uh, then just play a game 
just for an hour and normally it, this ends into some kind of chaos and <laughs> chat about about snacks as well normally um with snack chat tm um uh but yeah so yeah it's 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 good fun it's kind of a new thing for us we started that middle of last year um so we're still pretty small and sort of growing but yeah it's uh it's good fun but yeah it's a uh, official insert coin on on the old twitch um and yeah we stream every every monday wednesday and friday nice nice so if you want uh, chaos and snack chat then then stick around and ask your <laughs> uploads or go to insert coin because they sound very similar <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah but, um, very very similar kind of ethos <laughs> Cool. Well, we will jump into some news, everyone that's in the chat. Good morning. Banana says, I have a question. Do you like people that stutter? I, uh, yes. <laughs> what? I don't understand the meaning <laughs> behind that. Yes. Yes, of course I do. Uh, Steel Bonsai, good morning-ish. Good morning-ish. Yes, 10 a.m.-ish. I know. Uh, Lake says, good morning as well. Good morning, Lake. How's things? How are we all doing? Are we good? Uh, Gagad, I'm not sure if I caught your tweet, uh, your message, but good morning as well. Good morning. Okay, we will jump into some news. You may have seen, obviously, we posted the lead story out on our social medias, which are at Ice Cream Uploads across the board, exclamation mark socials in the chat. We'll give you the social links. Um, today's lead story is a revisit of a story that we've picked up a few times over the last few months. This is just a little bit of a snippet more, but one of the names within the story kind of gives it a little bit more wit is a word that we go for obviously it's the story if you have seen on social media is the switch pro the new advanced switch that is rumored to be coming so let's jump into the news also shout out to mr gary clark i don't know if he's in the chat this morning but or gallic clark as he's known in the chat um because he provided the, the us with this story on our discord you guys can share the stories that you want us to discuss on discord too so let's jump into the first bit of news this one is written by Apologies if I get this name wrong. Takashi Mochizuki and Sohi Kim at Bloomberg. I think I did a decent enough job there. I'll take that one. Um, Nintendo plans Switch model with bigger Samsung OLED display. So we've touched on this previously. A Switch Pro or a 4K Switch has been rumored for a while, but this one says Samsung display will start production of 7-inch panels in June. Gaming giant aims to propel Switch against uh, the Xbox and PS5. I won't read through the full article because this is Bloomberg which is a little bit heavier than we usually read on ice cream but sometimes you have to go to different sources to get the best news so this one says um, Nintendo plans to unveil a model of its Switch gaming console equipped with a bigger Samsung OLED display this year hoping the larger touchscreen can prop up demand in time for the holidays uh, people familiar with the plan said Samsung will start mass production of 7 inch 720p resolution OLED panels as early as June with an initial monthly target of just under a million units, said the people who ask not to be identified discussing internal matters. Obviously, as you would. Uh, the displays are slated for shipment to assemblers around July, the people said. Representatives for Nintendo and Samsung Display declined to comment. Nintendo seeks to sustain a Switch lineup that continues to sell well against the Xbox and PlayStation thanks to pandemic-era breakout hits like Animal Crossing. Are you aware of Animal Crossing, Dan? I know you are. <laughs> um, no, no, not at all. <laughs> um, and a chip crunch that's plagued uh, supply of rival devices. But gadget, uh, but the gadget is now into its fifth year. While Microsoft Corp and Sony Corp both have new and more powerful machines in the market, the gaming community has speculated online about the introduction of an OLED or an or. or Organic light emitting diode, which is what all this stands for. But Nintendo has st uh, stayed mum. Wow, that's that's an interesting coin uh, coin of phrase. Is that yeah. is stayed mum? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Okay. Well, Nintendo hasn't said anything. There we go. And President Shuntaro Furukawa said in February his company has no plans to announce a new Switch anytime soon. Samsung's involvement is the strongest indication that Nintendo is serious about updating the console and on a large scale. Okay, we'll pause there. The article does go on a little bit further, but we will pause there. We kind of got what we need uh, from that. So we've spoken about it before, Nintendo Switch Pro. We've spoken about it probably about 16 months now when we first started to have conversations around it, um, whether it could be 4K, whether it would be bigger, better, uh, improved battery, and all of those things like that. And it's it's all kind of been hearsay. We've, we've had industry analysts saying 2021 will be the year it hits but now we have a name put against production samsung will be making a screen 720p resolution in hand but oled which would be better for battery but 4k on uh, a tv screen if docked would that uh, tickle your fancy mr long 
Um, yeah, I think so. It's it's a difficult one. We've got um, we're we're a very Nintendo family, and we've we've got like four in the, in the <laughs> household. So so it's kind of like there's there's a double edged thing of like oh now I've got to get another one. Um, but <laughs> but whether or not there'd be like a, a perhaps a, a move towards it being like the family one. And that would be the main one that's plugged in all the time because most of the others are lights. Um, I mean, it's. I think there's a lot. It, it's obviously got a lot to catch up with in terms of like the PS5 and the and the Series X in terms of like oomph behind it um, and and sort of output and display. Um, but I don't know whether a lot of Nintendo games are so beyond the need for graphical capabilities is that is that going to be a is it going to be a big selling point i guess it probably will be for anyone who who's had one for a long time or who hasn't yet picked one up if there's anyone who, who doesn't have one um <laughs> but but it's uh yeah I, I think it's it's certainly interesting uh, uh, what what i'd want to know more than anything is is it going to be like a, a step change rather than like a wholesale change so more like what xbox are doing uh, have done with like you know you can everything's backwards compatible and you can just still play the same thing or are they thinking actually this is going to be a because nintendo are quite uh unique aren't they in terms of how that they 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 do sort of jump from one to the other from you know discs to cartridge back yeah. again kind of thing, and whether or not it would go down that kind of route but I would, um, I would see them. In my mind, I would see it as being um, the the was it the two DS and three DS where they were they they offered different perspectives, but still in the same generation. If the, if for want of a yeah. right right word, so I, I would, think I, I think that's what it has to be, doesn't it? Because otherwise, people are going to go. Particularly anyone who bought one at the start of lockdown is going to be absolutely living. <laughs> so they've, they've had a console for like a year. And then it then it's like, oh surprise, here's another one. <laughs> yeah, um, we just managed yeah. to get the uh, Animal Crossing New Horizon version of the Switch, which was like gold dust, but can't play anything yeah. on it. Nice, great, <laughs> <laughs> wonderful. Uh, and it, and even the people, I mean, they've just just released. Was it the Mario version over the last couple of months, um, or was it within the last month the yeah. the Mario yeah. Red and Blue Switch? So if you bought one of those and that didn't work, you would be absolutely fuming. So you'd you'd think that would be the case. Obviously, th this article goes on to talk about how they expect it to be. Um, Christmas sort of time before the end of the year so that it will be in the market uh, in time for um, winter sales period, which is kind of, kind of what you'd expect. Uh, it's interesting yeah. that you mentioned um, you have four in the house, so this would become, say, like the house console, yeah. um, which makes absolute sense from a user point of view. But it's, it's quite funny that the Switch, the idea of the Switch is that you don't have a house console and you can do, do whatever you need. Yeah, yeah, to yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it's one of the things of like um having started the streaming is that the the light you can't you can't stream from and that's like the that's it's the annoyance i guess of, of the light more than anything else is that it's not i guess fundamentally it isn't going to be have as much going on with it but yeah it is like a it'd be it'd be great to have that as a as, a, as an option for our for our family kind of thing <laughs> yeah see i've never i've never even considered that because i mean i w we do have a switch but i'm very much a um uh like a michael bay gamer i'm the one that plays the, the big loud <laughs> bombastic sort of games so so switch whilst it i've had some amazing experiences playing things like luigi's mansion and, and so on on the switch it tends to be one that i i use when i'm traveling and things like that and naturally in today's yeah, yeah. world i never use it anywhere because <laughs> i don't go anywhere <laughs> Um, this is very true. But yeah, the, the Switch Lite looks like exactly like the version of the Switch that is built for me. I mean, we have the normal, uh, the original Switch, but the Lite look, just looks, yep. looks nice. But yeah, like you say, you can't dock it, so you can't stream from it. So it, it just instantly it. cuts me off, which is a shame, which is a shame. Jumping into the chat, though, Mr. Jim Butter says a Switch Pro would be very welcomed and needed. Means their games can really push forward and be grander. Breath of the Wild had some lag problems. Would be nice. Hope it's true. I mean, that's the thing. One of the things you mentioned then, Dan, is... is do Nintendo games really need the graphics? Um, they probably don't, but is it is that a case of chicken? Like, is it chicken and egg? Do, do the games not need the graphics, or do the games not have the graphics because they can't not have the graphics? I mean, maybe maybe a bit of both. Maybe 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 more. Yeah. Maybe more the form. Maybe they don't really need them, and they just work within the styles that they need, so they're not as intensive. That said, um, and I, I, 
feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, if uh, if I'm taking this the wrong way, but there was, uh, was it the latest Pokemon games had issues with rendering distances? I know there was a lot of complaints. It might not be the latest Pokemon games. Uh, if Enix was in the chat, he'd absolutely be able to, to, to clarify. But certain <laughs> things like character popping and draw distance um, were were really bad and was that just just from a programming and development side of things or was that a hardware limitation because if it, if it was the hardware limitation then naturally the pro means that that kind of stuff is just ironed out instantly you don't have to worry about yeah. characters just popping in when you get within 10 feet of them uh, you can see them in the distance as you walk up to them so having the extra processing power would help with that for sure yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, Mr. C says, I really want this Switch Pro. I reckon it would be it would get me playing more Nintendo stuff. I have a Switch Lite, but I always favor my PS5, Series X, or PC over playing it. The Pro with the 4K bells and whistles need slash want. If it launches with Breath of the Wild 2, sexy time. <laughs> Easy, Tiger. It's, <laughs> it's not that kind of show. <laughs> I do wonder if that... I wonder if that will be... Like, I think that is the... That's what, you know... If I was doing it, that's what I would do is, you know that's how you get people back onto it again and pick up the new ones. You've got to have that big title for it. Cause I think that's, they didn't have that when they did the Wii U, if that, when that came out and that kind of, obviously that was like a real stutter in their sort of progress. And I think that might be the, the thing that they do is like have that. They had that amazing start with, I mean, they only had Breath of the Wild pretty much, didn't they, when they when the Switch came out? Yeah, so it was, effectively. I think if they, sort of rep, if they replicate that again, I think there's, there is a yeah, diversity of games is important, but if you've got that one killer app that is like the thing that everyone wants, then that would make a huge difference. It's, it's interesting to see how um, how the Wii U had um, quite a lot of decent games. Obviously, I'm I'm I, I exactly line what you've just said. When I think of the Wii U, I think of Breath of the Wild, and then can't really think of anything else. Uh, but <laughs> I, I think it was earlier on this week we had Enix as a guest host, who um, and he he was saying it's it's quite um, interesting to see how many good games there were on the Wii U, but because the hardware was limited and there wasn't enough games around them that a lot of those games and those experiences just kind of died off until they're now being ported over to the Switch. Um, so yeah, it's partially not having the games, partially not having the audience, but if you have the audience, which the Switch absolutely does now, I think it's, it's, is it top, yeah. top three selling consoles of all time? I think so, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, which is huge. Um, so having that up there, sticking a pro in that, obviously will churn it, closer to top two or top one selling consoles of all time. Um, was it DS first, PS2 second, and then Switch third, I think is what it was. Maybe maybe something along those lines. Or maybe it's behind the PS4. Anyway, it's it sold a lot. That's all we need to know. Um, uh, so yeah, it, it would be interesting to see how... I think they would have to launch it with something big. Obviously, is it is it this year that, that, that is the Zelda anniversary? Not Zelda. Yes. Yeah, Zelda, yeah, that's the one I'm looking yeah, at. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, 35th, is it 35th this year, or is that, or 30th? No, I think I I think I think you're right, I think it is 35th. I, 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 it, could, it could be 30th. <laughs> <laughs> I thought 30th, uh, 35th, but I'm not 100% sure. Um, there's 25 years of Pokemon as well, so you yeah. kind of think, I mean, there's huge titles there. If you've got uh, Breath of the Wild 2, um, plus Pokemon, which is which is huge on its own, um, yeah. alongside a new Switch, and that's an absolutely massive year for Nintendo there with that console. Um, jumping back into the chat, uh, Mr. Gary Clark is here. Thank you. This story was submitted by Gary Clark, so good morning, Gary. I'll read. Um, most people play it docked anyways, uh, plus would be good when games get ported over, like Doom and Witcher 3, for example, would be able to not clip down as much if I if it had more power. Doom, most people play it docked. I assumed it was the other way around, um, only because I, I've only played it docked to have, say, Mario Kart sessions with, with Chloe and Danielle when we've been in the house, so I've not really played too much of it docked. But then again, I'm not your stereotypical Switch gamer, so I don't know. Uh, how do you play it most often, Dan? Uh I think like we've got we've got one that's like the the main console like the the sort of dockable con console, um, and then we've got three lights. So I mean my one's a light, so I that's how I use it. But um, my daughter, our eldest daughter's got sort of control of of the main one, and she tends <laughs> to use she tends to use it sort of mainly not docked. 
Um, but then that's because she's got like it would otherwise be docked to our main sort of family TV. Yeah. So it would be, I suppose it would be sort of like more rude just to come in and <laughs> go, oh, I'm going to play this now. Um, not that we'd mind, but it's kind of like, uh, it's a it's a bold move, right? Just to go into someone's like, <laughs> power move. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I think it's like a, it kind of depends on the game as well. I think Animal Crossing is one that sort of lends itself better to being played handheld maybe. And then there's other games that are, are much sort of, they work better like um breath of the wild is one i think sort of tends to work better on on the bigger screen so um but i, I guess it's a personal choice on how you like to play them i suppose yeah that makes sense that makes sense um speaking of breath of the wild asim says i would say christmas period release with breath of the wild 2 as a launch title would make sense before that seems like nintendo trying to eke out as many sales of the original light as possible with different models yes for sure uh west says Oh, hello. Um, I can't do the baby shout, so you'll have to take that. But good morning, West. Welcome in, dude. Welcome back. Uh, Asim says, I'll, I'll, I'll have you know, Super Bomb Man R was the go-to title on launch. Not saying that because I'm in the credit, obviously. For sure. Absolutely. <laughs> 100%. No, I agree. <laughs> uh, Mr. Jim Butt says, Pokemon Sword and Shield were bad and laggy at times. Pop-in, stutter, and the graphics at times were terrible and fan, uh, fans gave Game Freak massive flack. I don't know if it was programming or other limitations. It was a good playable game, but it does have its problems. Um, did I believe that got like improved though right uh as time went on as far as i'm aware uh, yeah, we'll just say it did <laughs> it's fine uh, <laughs> i've never played my uh, original switch docked never see mr gary clark wow. just just i mean he just doesn't want a switch he just wants a one directional console uh <laughs> that's fine chapper says all right yesterday's guest host is in the, is in the chat good morning chappers well speaking of handheld games then okay let's use that as an opportunity to jump forward i mean Handheld gaming has been a thing for a while, and if you're a PlayStation uh, fan, then handheld gaming has kind of been there uh, for a while. Uh, I mean, I say kind of. The Vita exists-ish. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how many games you've got for it, but it is there. It is there. Um, but if you want to get your hands on... This is the world's cheesiest link. I apologise. If you want to get your hands on <laughs> Sony hardware, then, well, do you know what? Maybe you don't even need to touch the hardware, as Sony's controller tech is literally... Bananas. This is written by uh, Brendan Sinclair at GamesIndustry.biz. Um, let me just jump through. Uh, we'll read through the intro because it gives a nice little bit of uh, uh, placement uh, so, and context. Games industry patents are an interesting mix of futuristic ideas, practical applications, and utter nonsense. They can tip a company's hand as to what it's planning next, given an idea of how they're thinking about certain parts of their business. All let us revisit old successes, and see how they were originally envisioned. Patent trawling is intended to be a mix of all of the above. Not everything featured here has seen a commercial release, or ever will, but it will hopefully offer some insight into why the industry is the way it is and where it might be headed next. So for those that don't know, patent trawling is um, a series of articles on games industry biz where they do exactly that. They troll through patents to try find... Uh, nuggets or gems of interest, like this. Forget PlayStation, we want... Plantain Station. Yeah, there you go. Um, game controllers have too much technology in, uh, in them these days. Wireless connections, analog sticks, D-pads, shoulder and face buttons, touch pads, microphone speakers, haptic feedback. In the end, modern peripherals are often complicated, expensive, and a, uh, a hassle to keep charged. Sony apparently wants to do something about that according to a recently published patent application. Uh, quote, it would be desirable if a user could use an inexpensive, simple, and non-electronic device as a video game peripheral, the application reads. The, the patent disclosure seeks to address uh, or at least alleviate some of the identified uh, above-identified problems. End quote. As you might have guessed from the headline, Sony's answer to the problem is bananas. Well, not just bananas. What the application describes is a method that works with any non-luminous passive object being held by a user. It could be a mug, a pen, a glass, or, as in the investor's preferred examples, bananas and oranges. Uh, a, a camera gets an image of the item in the user's hands and tracks the items based on pixels, contours, and or colours in the images, rather than QR codes or other such tracking techniques. A game could either be trained to recognise objects as controllers or pre-configured such that users are told ahead of time what could be used as a controller. The application doesn't mention it specifically, but this latter application sounds more like a cost-effective way to approximate toys-to-life functionality in games. Uh, so 
obviously Toys to Life, for those that don't know what that means, that means things like Disney Infinity and um, Amiibo and, and things like that. Um, the application goes on to discuss ways to infer the banana's movement in 3D space, which might be used to control the in-game camera, replace a flight stick, or pause the game if the banana were to be set down out of the camera's view. There's also a nice section on two-object controller, which instantly translates to as, yes, you can dual-wield bananas. <laughs> this is incredible. Uh, the patent application also raises the possibility of holding two oranges and pretending they're a steering wheel or using them for battle zone style tank controls. Uh, of course, sometimes motion controls aren't going to get the job done and that's when this patent application proposes mapping virtual buttons onto the banana, possibly with the help of a camera mounted in a VR headset. Unfortunately, there's no telling if Sony's patent application will ever... Oh my God, that's incredible. I'm going to read this whole sentence again. Unfortunately, there's no telling if Sony's patent application will ever bear fruit. <laughs> or its players <laughs> for that matter. So let's take a look at some patents more closely related to a product than produce. We'll stop there. We don't need to look into the PSVR 2 possibilities, but could you see yourself controlling your uh, your PS5, your your Xbox with a banana? What are your thoughts? <laughs> uh, well, yeah, that's an interesting one, isn't it? Um, I think there's there's definitely something there in terms of, you know, controllers are so expensive now. In You know, when you actually look at what, like, adding more to like make make it like a four player game or it or something like that if you've got the ability to turn something that's already existing in your in your house into a into a makeshift controller that's that's an amazing idea really um it, not sure how it would work or, or how reliable that would be i mean it sounds it sounds weirdly sort of similar to sort of stuff that connect was doing where it was like sensing where stuff was and mapping it um and it's that weird thing that video games seem to do every so often where you get like a something that like was on a system ages ago and never really took off then comes back in another major way it comes back <laughs> as, a, as something different um but yeah I, I, I mean the possibilities of stuff are like are like crazy really in terms of what we could do and vr is kind of where you sort of think that could really work as something that because that, that's another set of controllers at the moment, isn't it? So whether or not in, in any new iteration that that makes it more flexible and so it sort of makes uh, a more accessible thing to get a VR headset and because you don't need fancy controllers, you can just pick up something that's already in your house. I mean, that could that could be a real boom to, to like their marketing of how VR is much more accessible. Just, just have a bottle of drinking water in your hand and use that as your controller multitask yeah 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 uh, the downside, though, as Asim says, is this would probably inflate the price of bananas. People ransacking their <laughs> local Tesco's, Asda, and so on. Scalpers, too. <laughs> yep. Yep. I mean, the idea of having a banana as a controller for me is quite appealing. Oh, nice. Nice. <laughs> I like it. Sorry, I apologize for everyone. <laughs> uh, this, is, this is bizarre. I mean, it's it's clearly the idea of patents is you want to kind of get things out without giving too much away. So maybe the idea of using a banana is a little bit of the deflection stuff, but it's so amazing. It, yeah. just, it, is, it just fits, doesn't it? It just fits as, a, as an idea. Everyone, everyone has done that with like they've used a banana as like a makeshift gun at some point as a kid <laughs> or a grown up. I've got to say I've got to say but, you said yeah. as a kid that's but, kind of like ah. <laughs> but, but it's but everyone's done that and so it's kind of like the universal kind of thing as of like hey look I've got a gun kind of thing. <laughs> Pepe. For, for VR for, for a VR game that could be absolutely perfect. Just uh, see if I can find the PS3 concept controller. Because uh, oh yeah, they, they were they were they were bananas. They were like really <laughs> like sort of. They're actually I've got the the PS5 one here, and it wasn't a million miles away. It's like it's got that weird sort of like <laughs> scooped shape, if I remember rightly. Yeah, there we go. It's uh, on screen there. It's it's amazing because I, I did see this at the time, and I've kind of lost it out of memory and now looking at it now i don't i don't remember it being so steering wheeler <laughs> it's like a half, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a half wheel and then you but look is, you kind of look at that and then you think actually you can see elements of the ps5 one in that where they've they've obviously sort of i, I reckon they sort of had that in mind that was possibly an idea they were thinking of someone's made a, 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 a ps5 boomerang 
Uh, there you go. There you go. It's it's, it's the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's that. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad. I'm glad we didn't get the, the boomerang to that extent. But uh, you know what? We're getting bananas. <laughs> so so it's it's come fu- well, not yeah. full circle, but but half circle at least. It's come, it's come back like a boomerang. <laughs> Oh, that's genius. That's genius. Um, uh, does this mean the return of Ape Escape? Good point. <laughs> um, I suppose it would save on the passion when you get angry and throw the controller at the wall. I mean, I suppose like you can you can have the conversations of how many how many PS4 controllers have you been through? Well, how many PS5 controllers have you been through? Well, it's my third one this week because my last one you know, just kind of went moldy. <laughs> oh, God, I need to get another banana. Sat there with bunches of bananas. You get you get hungry halfway through, that's it. Just nibble on the end of the controller. Jobs are good. Yeah, that's it, it's done. <laughs> um, gun or a phone every time for a banana, says Chappers. No middle ground. That's it, right? <laughs> no, that's it. <laughs> um... I see that, and I think Batman. It does look like a Batman throwing thing, to be fair. Uh, Luke Pastille says, in capital letters, with a full stop, get out. Uh, so I'm assuming my appealing pun didn't go down very well. Sorry, Luke. <laughs> um, also, what does everyone think of the um, subscriber loyalty badges? Obviously, we've had them in for a while, um, but they were all kind of similar. Because you, you design an image that's, that's I don't know, 70 pixels by 70 pixels, but then when you squash it down to 18 pixels, they all look a little bit the same. So hopefully they look a little bit different whilst having some consistency then so shout out to uh, mr craig james pitt our chief colorer inner at uh, ice cream uploads he absolutely loves to be called that by the way um uh, as, he's, <laughs> as he's made them look nice 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 um so yes you can potentially uh probably not because it's just patent stuff but you can potentially control your technology using a banana or other things it does it does look pretty cool i do I, I, I like the idea, and, and the fact that there's clearly something there. Because as you mentioned with 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 Connect, Connect was yeah. hugely ahead of its time. It was such a good uh, piece of hardware to say it was two generations old. Now there was there's a reason why when Connect was kind of discontinued, that they were all bought up by um, modders and and entrepreneurs because the the technology in that, that their double camera stuff was so far advanced. So there's definitely something in there in terms of mapping yeah. objects using cameras and and having digital buttons projected onto things probably not in a world where we can use it yet but but yeah full on there's definitely something there but but for now it all just seems a bit well as they said it bananas (laughs) (laughs) it's very science fiction isn't it it's it's there's i'm kind of i'm of an age now where i kind of see stuff that was in films when i was like a kid and it's like Oh yeah, no, that's real now. It's like, well, that's <laughs> terrifying. And but you can kind of see how like these things are so outlandish now. It's like, yep, no, that's probably going to happen in the next five, ten years. That that'll be that'll be it. That'll be real. It's like when you, yeah, particularly science fictionist uh, fiction sort of genres and and those miraculous commu- i mean star trek's the, the key one having a communicator a device that you hold in your hand that allows you to contact other people oh imagine yeah. that imagine that he says grab, <laughs> grabbing his iphone <laughs> yeah bizarre it's, it's amazing um but anyway let's move ahead so sony's controller tech is bananas well it potentially could be it's just a patent uh that is from gi.biz's patent trolling um but let's get a little bit more serious this article um i believe was uh, that article was shared by gary by the way um this one, I believe, was shared by Mr. T, I think, um, on the Discord. If you do want to share any articles, exclamation mark Discord in the chat. We'll give you the link to our uh, community Discord. In there, we do have a section called The Scoop where you can just say hello. Uh, there's all the other sections where you can say hello, but feel free to drop links to news articles in there that you would like us to cover on the next show. But this one, um, Asim has done exactly that, and this one is written by Wesleyan Pool, good guy at Eurogamer, and he says, EA issues lifetime ban to FIFA player who racially abused Ian Wright after losing a match using Wright's virtual character. Uh, the tagline says, EA Sports have stood up. And GG to Wedging Pool, because he usually does the best taglines um, that have absolute pun fest. But obviously, he's not done that in this, because do you know what? It, it doesn't need it in this. Let's just jump straight into the uh, the article. It says, EA has issued a lifetime ban to a FIFA player who racially abused Ian Wright after he lost a match while playing with the Arsenal Legends in-game version. This week, Wright slammed a judge's lenient sentence for a teenager who hurled, abu- uh, who hurled racial abuse at the Arsenal Legend on social media last year. 18-year-old 
Patrick O'Brien lost a game of FIFA after playing with the Ian Wright icon card in the Ultimate Team mode. The Irish teen then sent real-life Ian Wright awful racist abuse on Instagram, amounting to 20 messages in May 2020. O'Brien apologised and was spared a conviction after pleading guilty, leading Wright to issue a statement saying he was disappointed by the verdict. At sentencing this week, the judge said he didn't see anything to be gained by imposing a criminal conviction. He added O'Brien had showed genuine remorse for his actions and had donated €500 to the Irish Network Against Racism. Uh, O'Brien's defending lawyer said the actions were caused by, quote, a rush of blood to the head um, and he had never been in trouble with the police before. The court heard O'Brien had written an apology to write, which was accepted by the 57-year-old. Excuse me. EA Sports has now issued a lifetime ban to O'Brien, who has seen his FIFA account scrubbed from existence. Quote, uh, Ian Wright is a part of our EA Sports family, David Jackson, VP brand uh, EA Sports FIFA said in a statement issued to Eurogamer. Quote, we hugely value his partnership and support and we also want him to know he has our support. Last year, Ian was subject to a terrible racist verbal attack by a player who lost a match of FIFA 20. This behaviour by the player was unacceptable on every level and we will not tolerate it. Our positive play charter guides our actions in a situation like this and we've taken the action to ban the player permanently from playing or accessing our games. Racism must stop. We are committed to continuing our work in positive play through actions that will make our communities fun, fair and safe for everyone. Um, Wright praised the response of EA in comments made on his podcast published to Spotify. Uh, quote, EA Sports, bro. Okay, I'm going to butcher this. Apologies, because I can't do Ian Wright speak. So I will I will try to speak in the way that Ian Wright does, but he's well too cool for me. EA Sports, bro. They stepped up for me, Wright said. After this attack, they changed their whole policy. And you know, with a company like that, the different levels, and you can imagine the legality you have to go through to change your policy. Not only for me, it's for their staff, for players, the talent, the people they partner with. Zero tolerance. Zero tolerance and action will be taken. They even apologised to me, which I found really strange. I said to them, you don't have to apologise to me. They said, no, we do have to apologise to you simply because it was our platform that he came for you on. We have a responsibility to make people who want to use our platforms uh, are safe to do so. So it sends the message that guys of whether it's race, religion, sex, whatever, no discrimination will be tolerated. He's banned for life, totally banned for life. He can never play on there again. Uh, He can't log himself in. He can probably go and play with his mates, but he's banned permanently. And you know something? As small as that is, it's a little chip out of the massive mountain that is racism. But what it proves is there is some consequence somewhere. People like EA, they're standing and they're saying, we're going to stand on the right side of this real action that they control, and they're going to stop that. It just made me feel good because it's companies like that that are going to stand on the right side. And people will say things like, well, EA Sports have done this and EA Sports have done that. But the fact is, guys, EA Sports have stood up and said, that's wrong and we're going to make sure we do something about that. And that, for me, uh, was why I feel so good today because there are so many things that happen in respects of racism where you and any black person and anybody, in fact, who's been racially abused will know that sometimes you have those moments where you're just sitting there feeling helpless and worthless. So when they do things like this, you know there's consequence. And when there's consequence, you know actions will be taken. And that is why I feel good today. EA Sports is currently running a No Room for Racism campaign alongside the Premier League. Uh, I think that is the end. Uh, uh, oh, actually, one final uh, one final bit. We'll add that in as well. Apologies for reading the entire article, Wes, but it's it's good. So, geez. Uh, on Sunday, uh, Wright reacted to the news that Manchester United's Marcus Rashford and other players had been racially abused on social media, saying the people behind the social media platforms were not doing enough. So social media platforms potentially aren't doing enough, but according to Ian Wright, EA is definitely doing something, banning a player for life for racially abusing uh, Ian Wright. Uh, I think we all agree that this is the right thing. Uh, no no horribly placed pun intended when I say the right <laughs> thing. Um, what are your thoughts on this, Dan? Yeah, I mean, it, I think zero tolerance is the only way forward on any of these things. I mean, it's horrific in this in any day and age that that this should happen. Um, I mean, there's there's zero excuse for it at all. Like just, just it's it's mind boggling that that there's people that think that that's okay. It's mind boggling, I think, that people think it's okay to do it because there was a rush of blood to the head, as he as they describe. It's like, well, that doesn't make it any better. That doesn't excuse it. That's not. You can't just lash out in and become. You don't become racist because you're angry. 
you're, you're just an angry <laughs> racist, do you know? And it's and I think that's the thing is that 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 people use it as an excuse. Oh, it was just it was said in the heat of the moment. It's like no, no, that that's just you. That's you're tapping into something that's already there, mate. And that is completely unacceptable. And fair play to EA for like just I think I I don't think I think we're in the way social media and and the world has evolved sort of even in the last sort of 25 years maybe is that there, there's this movement away from that people are responsible for what they say and their actions and and that they can just there's they've got the mindset of freedom of speech but they haven't got the the second half of it which is that people that there's consequences to that freedom of speech and i think that that's the bit that we're sorely missing and we have been for a lot of the time on on sort of social media platforms because it's kind of the wild west to 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 a certain extent of like people are sort of still still even now learning how to behave on there but this is a fundamental core thing of like how you should act everywhere not just online not just in real life just everywhere you shouldn't <laughs> there's no there is no reason for it there's no excuse for it and i think you have to have a zero tolerance like reaction to it and i mean i can only go from my own experience of it like where we get it like regularly from like an insert coin account uh, we get you know uh, racism we get homophobic remarks we get you know sexist remarks and things based on like models we use or people we're working with and things like that and you know ultimately it boils down to me so like it's my decision on, on on how we handle it and and sort of our like managing director as well like where i've spoken to her about it and it's like we've got a zero tolerance approach to it as well and i think it's the only way that you can you can kind of work on those sort of things yeah i've you, just got to be zero tolerant uh, fully agree um speaking of insert coin um official insert coin in the chat says that guy looks sus uh Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> uh, no, no, I, I agree. I mean, Asim says, um, he, he picks up on a bit that I was going to comment, actually. He says, a bit exaggerated, but I find that judge's rationale poor, excusing a rush of blood. Does that mean if someone said, oh, I got a rush of blood and battered or assaulted that person, they'd get away with it too? Baffling. Uh, yeah, yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, I understand the kind of the logic of the application of it's out of character and it's not his normal thing. I mean, I, okay, fine. He's never done anything before. It's, it's the same sort of logic that you'd give to a football player that does his first tackle in a game and it just wasn't right. Okay. That's your final warning. Carry on. Okay. Oh, that's that. I see the yeah. logic, but the reality of the situation yeah. is. <laughs> you still knew it was wrong. But yeah, but even that, I mean, you don't go from, oh, I'm a nice guy to absolute racial abuse. I mean, being no, out, no. Out, of char out of character is being a bit more angry or something. But racism and anger aren't necessarily yeah. connected. <laughs> You've made that connection and chose to, no. uh, to use that in the anger. So yeah, it's out of character. Fine. But, but being out of character and, and going to that extreme, there's, 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 there's a disconnect between those two issues for me. So um, yeah, it's, I, I, I don't, I don't take that sort of that bit there. It's, it, it deserves his lifetime ban. The sad thing is, yeah, in absolutely. reality, he's 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 probably going to just make another account because he'll just get another Xbox Live or whatever yeah. it is, and there's no way that EA can manage that, and he'll be playing today, if not already, which which is how it is. But um, I mean, the the nicest bits within it are that we've seen positive action. Uh, we're taking the, uh, the, yeah. the, the positives away from, from what was a horrendous thing. EA have making a, uh, taken a stance and have come out to show people that they will, uh, don't they ban your IP says Gary. Oh, okay. If that's the case, then uh, yeah, yeah, then yeah, maybe, maybe it will be different. He'll have to change his whole internet. <laughs> and if he's only 18 years old, then, <laughs> it, then it's probably mum and dad that are paying for it. So they won't be happy with that. Nice. Um, um, it could slash should be an IP ban. Yeah, I mean, it definitely should be, in my, in my opinion, as well. Uh, if it is, then, okay, that, that's that's a little bit more uh, serious, which 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 is nice. It, it adds more weight to it. The yeah. fact that, that EA have done something, anyway, is a good symbol. And um, worst-case scenario, someone that has made, uh, like, let's say, let's lean into what the judges said, and let's say he isn't uh, a nasty person who's done something uh, that uh, he has done something that, 
something that is outside of his character. Worst case from that is, okay, well, that that is the case, but we've still got 500 euros from him from the Irish Network Against Racism. But that donation to the Network Against Racism, whilst it's nice to see him making a donation, is that purely because he wants to write his ways or is that just because he's got caught and he knows it will make him look good in court? So... Yeah, yeah, and, and, and if it just assuages his guilt, I mean, that's not the whole point of it, is it? It makes him feel better that he's done that. That's mm-hmm. not the point. It's that he should, what should make him, what should be the driving thing is changing how he, how he is and, a, like, working hard to atone for that. Like, you know, you know, community service for it and sort of actually actively doing something. Anyone can effectively donate money that's, kind of it's a very empty thing isn't yeah. it whereas there's no sort of actionable thing that he's done to change really it's there's no like receipt for it kind of thing. <laughs> yeah no 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 bettering he's not gone out of his way no, to realize no. actually do you know what i've said something um and i didn't understand the weight of what i was saying so that's 500 quid. Nice. Okay, you've still yeah, not understood yeah, the yeah. weight. You've just alleviated yourself of 500 it's quid. Cost you 500, <laughs> it's cost you 500 pounds to do something that you shouldn't have done. Which is which is kind of a, a, a negative reinforcement in one way. Yeah. It shows you that it's bad, but you still haven't learned anything. Go out of your no. way to realise what those words mean. Realise what yeah. saying those things and sharing those messages with someone, uh, what impact that will have on them. Why saying that in the first place is bad? What has made all of that so bad? Why do those words carry weight? Learn all of that stuff and then donate 500 quid because you realise the significance of your actions. Just throwing 500 quid out Absolutely. is... is is yeah well let's see easy lip service or wallet service yeah um well fucking said says steel bonsai well put well put um uh pop bank says a donation looks like a pr thing where as a course or learning program looks like a person wants to learn i think that i think that's the difference as well the key difference um is does he want to learn (laughs) uh it being made to look good in a court shows oh he's, he's learned the error of his ways um and he's not done anything before kind of all goes with the character building around that but but it's like you say it's just it's it's just lip service we'd like to see a little bit more yeah. but at least he did something at least he did something serious and and yeah, definitely it's nice to see it as well because companies like EA because they're so big can can easily get criticism they they will get criticized fairly often on this podcast just like everyone will get criticized on this podcast because because yeah. we like to we like to whinge uh, no no genuinely when people when people mess up they deserve it but you don't often get the same praise for companies of EA's size and it's quite nice to see that going beyond EA Sports uh, banding because that also is kind of emptied, but to see what impact that means. So the reason I wasn't going to read through the full um, quote from Ian Wright, which is why I kind of said apologies for Wesley Poole for stealing his entire article. Um, but as I kept reading it, you could feel the weight of what that action means, what that level of support yeah. means from EA. So it's nice to see that. It's nice to see that you have, have done something there. Um uh, racism is awful, but the fact he was playing FIFA, he came off the game, searched on social media for Ian Wright, and then sent him messages, speaks volumes. He went out of his way to find him. And 20 messages okay. as well. Ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. Um, a lot of Ks, says, says yo, yo, hi, yo. <laughs> Welcome in. Yes, there we go. I don't know how you want me to pronounce that name, so I'll just say K. Yeah, okay. <laughs> there we go. Okay. Um, okay, let's move ahead. So so GG's to EA in that situation. Um, and let's go from one large corporation that we spoke about to another. I think we've had this conversation pretty recently. We have had this conversation pretty recently. Um, as as Mr. Tassim Anvia, the noted industry leaker, essentially said this. Um, so for, for those that don't know, Asim does work... Um, at, Take Two, 2K, um, uh, Take Two are the parent company of Rockstar. Uh, Asim doesn't have any behind the scenes information on Rockstar, um, but it just turns out that he does have pri- uh, quite a logical uh, brain. As we can see, I don't know what you're on about, says Asim. You know, I don't know what you mean. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> um, the other day we were talking about GTA 6 being a remaster of GTA Vice City, I think it was. I can't remember what it was at the time. Um, and, and 
Asim's own personal opinion is that GTA is not a Rockstar. Uh, GTA is not a Rockstar. <laughs> Rockstar is not a remaster company. Um, and he said that, obviously, with the caveat of I'm not working on that game, so I don't know. Anyway, um, after Asim gave us that ahead-of-time leak, I mean, uh, his opinions, should I say, uh, <laughs> this article has popped up yesterday, written by Tom Ivan at VGC, and it says, Rockstar owner discusses remasters strategy, says it's not interested in simple ports. Take-Two says Rockstar can't deliver a great experience by just doing a simple port. That's the tagline. And into the article, it says, the CEO of Rockstar owner Take-Two has discussed the company's approach to remastering older titles and its effort to differentiate itself from its competition in this area. Rockstar is currently gearing up to bring a remastered version of GTA 5 to PS5, Xbox Series X and S in the second half of calendar 2021. Speaking during the Morgan Stanley Technology Media and Telecom Conference, longest name in the world, uh, on Wednesday, transcribed by VGC, Take-Two boss Strauss Zelnick uh, was asked how he feels about remasters potentially becoming a bigger part of the company's strategy going forward. Quote, uh, I'm not sure that uh, there will be a bigger part of the strategy, he responded. Remastering has always been a part of the strategy. We've done uh, differently than the competition. We don't just port titles over. We actually take the time to do the very best job we can, making the title different for the new release, for the new technology that we're launching it on. So we improve the technology, we upgrade the visuals, and we make performance enhancements. And that's why I think our remastered titles uh, typically do so well. On GTA 5's upcoming next-gen console version, Zelnik said he was confident the remaster would deliver a strong experience for players. Uh, quote, we've done great with the Mafia series, for example, great games, uh, and Grand Theft Auto V is now heading into its third generation, which is incredible, he said. It was a standard bearer when it was launched. It continued to be the standard bearer in the second generation, and we'll see how Grand Theft Auto does in the next generation. Obviously, I'm confident that Rockstar is going to deliver just a great experience, but you can't do that if you're just doing a simple port. Uh, during Take-Two's third quarter earnings call in February, Zelnik offered a non-committal response when asked about the potential for remastering older Grand Theft Auto games. In a Q&A session, an analyst suggested it was likely that a significant portion of GTA 5 players might have uh, might never have played earlier games in the series. Given the huge appetite for Grand Theft Auto content, he asked for takes two perspectives on further remasters. Uh, it's a great and encouraging question, Zelnik responded. I'm kind of inclined inclined to leave it as more uh, more as a statement than a question and any update on our release schedule will come from Rockstar Games. Absolute nailed that PR answer there, by the way. Didn't answer it at all. GG's. Uh, Zelnik rolled out uh, this line again on Wednesday when asked during the Morgan Stanley co uh, conference if, if he could provide an update and when Grand, Thor uh, Grand Theft Auto 6 will be released. So Rockstar hasn't announced any new titles for the market and whether, when there's an announcement to be made, it will come from Rockstar. So I'll probably leave you there and I don't think you would expect anything different from me, he said. Said. Okay, we'll leave the last little bits there. But the gist of it is, uh, Rockstar are happy with their porting, um, but they're not really interested in doing simple ports. And we can probably assume from that the same goes for remasters too. Would would you like remastered GTA games, or would you like to see Rockstar going into new experiences? What are your thoughts? Uh, well, I'm I'm a massive Rockstar fan um, and and love all their games. And I think that part of me would like to see the older games come back, but I think the the draw of new worlds and new characters and and uh, new experiences is is stronger. I, I I want to see what they do, uh, what more they can do, and what how they can sort of and change those things. And I, I've got a real thing for where they go back to the same locations but expand them out, which they did on, on Red Dead Redemption 2, they did it in, in GTA 5. They, they sort of build those build on the worlds they've already got. So you kind of got that sort of callback already. Um, but yeah, I, I do really enjoy like I, I think I'd, I'd get more out of a new game than an old game. No, I, I agree. I agree. I absolutely adore Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Being able to walk around in a bright white suit with your uh, sleeves rolled up uh, and like full on yep. aviator shades. Yes, please. Um, and, and the soundtrack, absolutely incredible as well. So there's, there's yep. that too. So I would love that. That said, 
if I was to step back into the world of Vice City, then I would like a Vice City two. Give me, give me same characters, maybe, um, if not entirely yeah. new characters, but in a new uh, story arc. It could follow on. It could be completely separate. It could be start again. They could be alongside it and have some crossovers. So you you see Tommy Vassetti from. Um, uh, from those days. Toby says, this isn't Pez. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's just the halftime team talk. That's all it is. Uh, good morning, though. Good morning. Um, so, yeah, I, yeah, I would like, I, I'd like the new experiences. I mean, it's always nice to say I loved yeah. um, Vice City. And as much as I love Vice City, San Andreas was obviously the, the better game because it came after. It was just overall the better game. The, maybe it didn't have the same audio and the same art style that resonated as much. But whilst... I love those games so so much. There's not rose tinted glasses because rose tinted implies that they are remembered better than they were. They are really good, but they just won't mm. be as good. It's not the same, yeah, is it? if if you play it again for the second time, you're either damaging the experience by changing it too much, or you're trying too much to honor the experience by mirroring it, which is just. Yep. It doesn't add anything. So yeah, give us something new. Give us something new. And Rockstar yeah. saying that they're not interested in simple ports and, and that yeah, that's good for me. I'm on board with that. Mm. Uh official insert coin says GTA 4 remaster, please. <laughs> <laughs> hey, cousin, let's go bowling. <laughs> no, I do not want to go bowling. You rang me like seven seconds ago. Leave me alone. Hey, Roman. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there we go. Uh, Strauss is a legend, by the way. Says I think we got regular updates from him via meetings. Proper top man, top banter. Well, you, you got to have a good bit of banter. There you go. Um, uh, oh uh, nope. I thought I was there was an alert coming in then, but it was just the noise in my ear. Nice, it's fine. I'm hearing things. <laughs> there you go. Uh, they need to add more to the single player of GTA Five. Uh, uh, they balls up. Gatorne was one of the best. Uh, the balls up. The, the ball. Oh, the ballad. Okay, there you go. You've absolutely been done over by Autocrate. <laughs> the Ballad of Gay Tony was one of the best things they'd previously done, in my opinion. Do you know, I never played the Ballad of Gay Tony. Um, no, it, was, it was really good. Was it? Was it? Really good. Yeah. It, which one was... What Was that three or four? That's four. Uh, that was... Yeah, that was four. And it was... Uh, there was another one as well, wasn't there? There was another one with Ballad of, uh, Ballad of Gay Tony. And then there was another... What was the other one as well? There was a second one, wasn't there? Yeah, there was. There... I remember playing through them, and they were like, "Oh no, they are really good." Oh, see, I, 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 the only GTA add-on that I, not GTA, the only Rockstar add-on that I played f- through, and I just didn't enjoy it at all. Partially because my my sights were set higher than anyone could ever achieve ever again, and it was it was playing through Red, Red Dead Redemption and being blown away by how good Red Dead Redemption was, and then playing Red Dead Undead <clears throat> Nightmare, and it was... It oh, was, yeah, yeah. It just didn't have the same effect. So I, I didn't... I've never really touched any of the DLC sort of add-on things because of that one. I probably played the yeah, worst yeah. example and then didn't touch the others in reality. But, yeah, I never played Ballad of Gay Tony, although I, I, did I get it for something? I, I don't know. I, no, I've never played it anyway, so I could tell, <laughs> tell you that. Um... <laughs> Uh, Vice City is insane, says Gary. That is true. I'd rather have a new GTA, says Luke. Uh, replaying the same thing essentially for a third generation has very diminishing returns. I mean, I, I don't mind GTA Five Online um, coming for the next gen because that is a whole different thing in itself. Obviously, the fact that you're not following storylines and you're kind of building your own narrative as you go, I love that idea that GTA yeah. Five is... Is, is a machine, is a monster. So that, I don't mind that so much, but yeah, I probably wouldn't play through GTA 5 again, having done that on the 3 and some of on the 4. Um, I wouldn't play through it on the 5, uh, for sure. Uh, I will stick to my opinion that GTA 4 is the weakest GTA since it went 3D, uh, says Garrett. Um, the biker one, can't remember its name now. Ah, yeah, uh, yeah it was, that's it. Lost and Damned. Lost and Damned, yeah, yeah. that was it. Yeah, I absolutely remembered it. One hundred percent. Just read Asim's comment. It was a completely. <laughs> <annoying. laughs> yeah. um, do you know? I probably agree. GTA Four was probably uh, the one that I enjoyed the least. Um, it was mainly down to the driving because you, you don't realize how much time you spend driving in GTA. Yeah. And and I I, I just I couldn't. <laughs> it was <laughs> very tight, wasn't it? The driving was really it was all corners. Whereas some of the other maps are much like. The, the Vice Cities and the, the Los Santos is a, a long straight drives or, you know, like sweeping sort of vistas. Whereas in in, in Vice City, it was all very like, <laughs> <laughs> no, not Vice City, um, in uh, four. What one was, 
yeah, what was it? What was the city in that? I can't remember what it was called. New York. Yes, yes, New York. I like the uh, technical terms there. The, the streets were all. Eh, 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 eh. So, so if, if you wondered what type turning is, there you go. Um, <laughs> cool. On that, we will move into our final story, which is just a nice little wrap up. We tend to try to finish on something that is uh, useful to you guys out there. So, as you can probably tell from this one, I'm not straying too far because we're staying in the world of Take Two, at least for some of it. And EA, who we've just been speaking about as well. If you have yourself an Xbox or maybe a PC, I haven't looked on which pl uh, platforms these are coming to, but. Um, hopefully the article will tell us a little bit more. But Alex Calvin at VG247 says, NBA 2K21, there's your take two, and Star Wars Squadrons, and there's your EA, are coming to Xbox Game Pass. So it's a sports-tastic month, as Football Manager and NHL also look to come to the subscription service. Star Wars Squadrons and NBA 2K21 are coming to Xbox Game Pass this month. In fact, 2K's basketball hit is launching on Microsoft's subscription service tomorrow, March 4th, uh, for both console uh, console and the tech giant streaming service. There you go. EA Star Wars Squadrons, meanwhile, is down as coming to console at some point in March. In a blog post, Microsoft wrote that Madden NFL 21 is already out on Xbox Game Pass via EA Play, while Football Manager 2021 is coming to Game Pass uh, for both Xbox and PC tomorrow. Finally, Hockey Hit NHL 21 is launching via EA Play next month. Uh, news that Madden NFL 21, Star Wars Squadrons, and NHL 21 were coming to EA Play, and therefore X Xbox Game Pass Ultimate broke at the end of the last month meanwhile titles including the witcher 3 wild hunt and bloodstained ritual of the night are leaving game pass in march we will pause there so there you go if you have yourself an xbox or even a pc uh, and you have game pass ultimate then you get yourself some new games star wars squadrons uh, and nba 2k 21 as well as others are coming to the service this month so there you go some nice stuff to keep you busy as we Fantastic roll games. We'll hit, yeah incredible games i mean i say incredible games um i'm gonna i'm gonna be honest because i see amazing in the chat and be a 2k21 it's not it's not very good it's not very no it, it just how good does it look the next gen gameplays i mean i i admittedly i'm terrible at basketball games because <laughs> i don't know the rules i try to play it like a football game and it doesn't work the same but it looks ridiculous and as well as that star wars squadrons as well so nice yeah nice um i have ea player so i will probably go do some tinkering um do you have do you have Game Pass? I do. Yeah, I use it a lot. We use it for when we do streams and and just generally at home as well. It's it's fantastic. I, you know, it's just such good value. It sounds like it's, it always sounds like it's an ad. It it's, does. It's, it's just <laughs> like such an amazing like program and how they update it and what they add to it and the fact that you know all of the um, you know the, the sort of killer killer ip kind of thing for it like your gears and your and your halos and things like that are on it straight away it's, that's amazing yeah it is incredible we uh along with pretty much everyone else in the industry will uh, refer to it as the best deal in gaming and and there's an ongoing joke yeah. as well with he's not been in the chat this morning but robo daniel i don't know if he's lurking if he is apologies for shouting you out um he uh loves EA Game Pass. So, so whenever we have a conversation, he's yeah. usually here uh, to the point where Bibi says, you mentioned <laughs> you mentioned Game Pass three times quickly and then Robo Daniel appears. <laughs> so yeah, we talk about it pretty, pretty, pretty often. <laughs> it's, it's an incredible, incredible deal. Uh, I don't have an Xbox of the next gen variety, so I don't have it. But when I do, guaranteed, that's straight in my basket. Uh, and on that bombshell, we are going to wrap things up. Thank you everyone for being with us throughout uh, another hour of Gameplay talkings, nice, nice. We've had a lot of news. I'll recap the headlines for those that haven't seen. So Nintendo Switch is planning to bring a larger model with a an OLED Samsung display later in this year, the Switch Pro, as it's uh, been known by most. PlayStation will potentially counter that by letting you play your PlayStation with a banana, obviously. Why not? EA bans a racist, and as they, as they should, they've done a good job with that. GG's to them. Rockstar um, will not have any interest in simple ports uh, going forward. So expect big games from them, which is what we want. And speaking of big games, NBA 2K21 and Star Wars Squadrons will be added to Xbox Game Pass. So if you've got an Xbox and you want some new gameplay experiences, there you go. Uh, so thank you everyone for joining us. Um, a reminder that we do go live uh, each and every single weekday at 10 a.m. 
ish uh, on twitch.tv forward slash ice cream reports. And we go live with the scoop with your stories. So if you have any news that you want to share, feel free to drop the stories in our Discord. Gary, thank you for dropping the link in the chat there. So just go into the Discord, drop the link. Feel free to give uh, feel free to give your thoughts and impressions. And Saf has just dropped 100 bits, which scared the crap out of me then because that was loud. Uh, but thank you very much for the 100 bits, dude. Um, uh, so yeah, feel free to drop the stories in the Discord with your thoughts and impressions. We will give you our thoughts and impressions on the show the very next day, which will be at 10 a.m.-ish again. Um, Bonsai, thank you for the socials. Obviously, feel free to share the stories on socials if you can get into the Discord too. Um, so you got a busy day ahead planned, Mr. Long? Yeah, um, just loads of plotting and planning for the, the rest of the, well, the rest of the year, I guess, <laughs> for today. And then, um, yeah, tomorrow we're gearing up for our next uh, Twitch stream, uh, Insert Coin uh, Twitch stream at uh, 12 noon, uh, official Insert Coin. And uh, that'll be with uh, Chris Slight, who will be hosting, and me. Um, yeah, and we've, we'll have a launch and a sort of a launch and a restock combo pack that will that will hit about midday tomorrow on our store. So keep an eye out for that. Nice, nice. Okay, well, we will disappear for the day. There could potentially be an additional stream this afternoon, depending on how things go off stream. I will drop a raid on someone else. If you want to get any extra channel points, feel free to stick around for the raid. We'll find someone to drop the raid on. Uh, other than that, we will be back this afternoon and then uh, tomorrow morning for the scoop. And then after the scoop, we'll all drop in to watch official insert coin to see all the news and, and, and all the breaking bits and, and restock stuff. Yes, nice. <laughs> nice. Um, I have just typed exclamation mark insert coin in the chat as well. Obviously, we are part of the coin army, so we will be streaming um, on insert coin later this month, actually. Is it two weeks on Wednesday? I think is ours. Yeah, it's um, about that. Yes which is part two of uh, A Way Out for us, which, which funnily enough, you actually get from um, EA Play. So there you go. If you want if you want okay. games on EA Play, like Star Wars Squadrons, which we'll get in Game Pass, they, you can play A Way Out there. So part two of A Way Out will take place uh, over on Official Insert Coin. So there you go. Official Insert Coin is in the chat. Please feel free to click on their name and then you know, hit the follow. Nice. Cool. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Uh, thank you very much for joining us as well, Mr. Long. It's been a pleasure to have you oh, on the thank show. Thank you. Thank you. It's uh, been a pleasure to do. Nice, nice. Uh, do you know, I, I need to, I didn't actually brief you this before we started, so I'm going to tell you on air, and everyone's just going to pretend <laughs> yeah, that yeah. I'm not telling you, so it all seems supernatural. When we finish the show, <laughs> our wrap-up is you, that emote there says stay frosty, so so that's kind of like, have a good day and stay frosty. So so Mr. Mr. Long, <laughs> completely naturally and not scripted whatsoever, <laughs> would you like to end the show? <laughs> stay frosty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>